0: Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill. Best dentist I've ever gone to, the only dentist I've gone to since 1993. Covered head to toe in PPE, trying to keep you safe, trying to keep his team safe. Wonderful people there. 317 849 2933. You know what June 30th is to Fred Glass? June 30th is the end of the road at Indiana University. Fred Glass tomorrow will no longer be the athletic director at Indiana University. It's a big day for Fred Glass. Fred Glass for the last 11 and a half years has done right by the student athletes at Indiana University in a way that they will benefit from for the rest of their lives. He created the Excellence Academy graduation rate among Indiana athletes rose from 77% when he got there, now to 91%. That's 14%. You know how many people that means graduated that wouldn't have graduated otherwise? A bunch or like 850 student athletes at Indiana University. That's a lot of people. 14% of that, what is that? It's about 100, right? More than 100 every single year graduating, that or every four years, that wouldn't have graduated otherwise. Congratulations to Fred Glass. Uh, A lot of All-Americans, a lot of NCAA individual championships, a whole lot of all uh, academic Big Ten people, a lot of academic All-Americans. Fred Glass elevated Indiana University athletics from here to here. Is it where it needs to be? Not for a lot of fans. You need basketball to do something more than it's done the last four years. You need football to be a consistent winner. I don't know how you get that done. I I don't hold people accountable to that because it, frankly, has only happened during a six-year run from about 1987 to 1993. So I don't know how you get there from here. What I do know is this. Fred Glass has been a hell of a steward for that athletic department and, and somehow dressing him down because of basketball, I don't think is correct, I don't think it's accurate, and I don't think it's appropriate. Uh, basketball is headed in the right direction. The one mistake that I think Fred Glass made was the extension for Tom Crean with a gigantic buyout because it, it hamstrung him in a way that it was just impossible to shed Indiana athletics of Tom Crean until uh, the point at which it finally happened. And granted, the year before he got fired, uh, won a co-Big Ten championship and made it to the Sweet 16. So it wasn't all terrible. It was just that the program was built in a way that you weren't going to achieve consistent success. And you saw that in 2016, 2017. You saw it that year, that it wasn't sustainable, and that the bloom was off the rose, the train was off the track. And, and the car was heading uh, into a ravine. So, um, you know what, Archie Miller? It's taken some time. Would, would we, as Indiana graduates, Indiana uh, fans, would we have preferred that Archie Miller rebuilt Indiana as Mick Cronin has rebuilt UCLA very, very quickly? Yes, we would. But what he had to do, what Archie had to do was repair relationships with coaches in the state of Indiana and begin to recruit the state of Indiana in the way Crean did it first, but wore out as welcome with high school coaches and AAU coaches. So those relationships had to be rebuilt. Archie got that done, and now Indiana kids are choosing Indiana first, and that was the thing that had to happen in order for consistent success to return to Bloomington, as I think it's about to. Indiana would have gone to the NCAA tournament last year. They look to be in a terrific situation this year. We're not going to count our chickens before they hatch and all of a sudden make a bunch of bold proclamations about winning the Big Ten or going to the Sweet 16 or the Final Four or whatever. Not going to do that because we don't know what the shot is on June 30th as we are, what are we, four months from the beginning of the college basketball season, we hope right but great job by Fred Glass i'm telling you the the thing that i judge athletic departments mo- first and foremost based upon is how they treat their student athletes and whether parents could trust that a university and that athletic department is going to take really really good care of their son or their daughter and you can with indiana and and that that is a hell of a testament to what Fred Glass has done down there. The Excellence Academy is transformational. That's a word that gets thrown, down, thrown around down there a lot, but it's absolutely accurate. A lot of new buildings, and that's good, but I love the a- Excellence Academy because that will benefit the student athletes at Indiana for the rest of their lives. Uh, yesterday, Boomer Esiason said something interesting on the radio, and it's something that a lot of us have thought but really haven't articulated, and, and that's when you look at a, a football program like Clemson. Clemson has had 37 football players test positive for COVID, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. That's a lot. That's a third of their players. And and so the question is, and the question that Boomer Esiason posed, are football programs um, purposely putting student athletes in a position where they contract coronavirus, they test positive for it, and because they're doing it now, they create herd immunity for the, uh, for the football season that is upcoming. He, he says he has no evidence to support that, but he wouldn't put it past any of them. And I know that there are a lot of really smart people in athletics that are th- and in media who are thinking exactly the same thing. Is, is this the game? Let's get it. everybody infected now so when we get to the fall we can go with a full roster and know that we've created herd immunity. I hope that's not the case, but it wouldn't surprise me in the least. Sometimes boomer science goes way out there in saying something in this case, I don't think so. You got 37 guys who are testing positive. You had no student athletes at Indiana University test positive among the 200 or so who've been tested, zero. And you got a third of Clemson's football players testing positive. You cannot tell me that that's a coincidence. Um, You can't. Uh, The Brooklyn Nets, more bad news for the Brooklyn Nets. I don't think anybody on the Brooklyn Nets wants to play in Orlando. DeAndre DeAndre Jordan has tested positive for COVID, as has Spencer Dinwiddie. He's tested positive. Yet another guy who decided he's not going to play in Orlando coming up later uh, next month. So, uh, Dinwiddie may play in Orlando. Jordan is not going to play in Orlando. The Nets are are not going to be a legitimate representation of what they would normally be. I mean, you're not going to have Kyrie Irving. You're not going to have Kevin Durant. You're not going to have DeAndre Jordan, Spencer Dinwiddie. The list goes on and on and on. I don't know who you're going to have. But uh, the Nets, for those playing the Nets as the NBA reboots down in Orlando, you know what? Mark down the W today, right? Amani Bates has uh, committed to play college basketball for Michigan State if he plays college basketball. So there you go. Uh, Amani Bates is, uh, according to recruiting analysts, a once a decade type guy, and kind of like Davis, and and kind of like James, maybe six nine. He's silky smooth, does a lot of things really really well and he's projected as a guy who could go straight to the league if he wanted. He's a class of 22 guy, so there's about two years for him to play high school. If he finishes high school, he may just play next year for a prep school that his dad is in the process of creating. How many red flags does that raise for you? I, I mean, honest to God, that's a lot of red flags, right? The dad is creating a high school where the son can play. <laughs> with with who and go to class with whom and who's going to teach I don't know. So anyway, that's what's going to happen for the kid. Uh is he going to finish up his classwork as a junior so he can play as a, a senior to be uh kind of similar to Christian Lander who's going to skip his senior uh season down at Evansville Day or Evansville Rights, I'm sorry, and then go to Indiana or come to Indiana University. I don't know. He wants to get to the league as quick as he can because he's good enough to play in it. So good for him. But the dad creating a prep school where the kid can play, that's a little bit sketchy. The schedule for the Brickyard 400 weekend, not that it matters other than watching on NBC all weekend because fans cannot attend, which is sad to me. But fans haven't attended the Brickyard in a long time. I think we'd go out to the, uh, the Grand Prix, right? The IndyCar Grand Prix, it's kind of a doubleheader, header triple-header weekend because you got the Penzoil 150 on Saturday. That is at 3 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, prior to that, Saturday at noon, you've got the GMR Grand Prix with IndyCar, which is very cool. And then Sunday at 3.30, the Brickyard 400, That all of that will be on NBC. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this. Boy, boy, is it muggy. It's tropical out here. feels like Florida. Uh, Carlos Pena, happy birthday. Gary Rakow, happy birthday. Brian Lewis, the great Bill Abbott, celebrating a birthday. The great Will Carroll, happy 50th to Will Carroll. Sean Hollingsworth, happy birthday. Uh, Mike Colwell, happy birthday. And Lance Easley, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment today uh sports nothing but sports a little bit later today uh we are going to talk to scott Hetty, the head basketball coach at marion college marion university now and what scott has done at marion is absolutely fantastic uh last year uh, marion was ranked fifth before the season was scuttled due to coronavirus and uh what a shame that was could have won the uh, naia national championship Always in the hunt for that championship under Scott Hetty, one of the best basketball coaches at any level in this state. We're going to talk to him today. I cannot wait. Uh, yesterday, we talked to the great Eduardo, Eddie White. Talked to him about the Pacers, about the fever, about Pacers gaming. You can still go back and listen to that. Eddie, always entertaining, always willing to back Bill Belichick. I asked him about Belichick again yesterday, and uh, we know that Belichick's a uh, cheat. Eddie loves Bill Belichick. Best football coach ever, according to Eddie's guy, Gil Brandt. So what are you going to do? Can you argue with Eddie? You can argue with Eddie, but you cannot win an argument with Eddie. We'll talk to you a little bit later today with the great Scott Eddie. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.